Thank you for joining us once again for Kingdom Rock Radio. Now here's a sample of today's broadcast. I don't care what the doctors told you, what people have told you. I don't care what you told yourself. I'm going to believe Jesus. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. And as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to KingdomRock.org. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the rich word of God. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our, our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our trespasses. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord have laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and was afflicted, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the shearer, rather to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearer is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut out, cut off uh, out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. Verse 9, and he was, rather, and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death in his death because he had done no violence neither was any deceit in his mouth yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him he hath put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin he shall see his seed he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Now, we'll stop right there just for a moment. Well, we might as well go ahead and read verse 11 and 12. Verse 11 says, He shall see, he shall see of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. He shall, once again, verse 11, he shall see of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous judgment, shall my righteous servant justify many, and uh, rather, for he shall bear their iniquity. Verse 12, therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death and he was numbered with the transgressors and he bare the sins of bare the sin of many and made intercession 
for the transgressors. Somebody say praise the Lord. Today you're going to understand these verses a whole lot better as we will speak from the subject, subject today of paid in full. Paid in full. Well, we'll go back now and we'll start really in the fourth verse. And we'll look at this out of the Amplified Bible. We're going to look into uh, some Hebrew words and bring out the, the meaning so that we can better capture this. The word again today is paid in full. Now, once your account at the bank or the loan office is paid in full, that means that you shouldn't be paying anymore. You cease making payments. You cease your efforts once the account is paid in full. Once the account is balanced, once it is zero, you stop paying. You stop your efforts and you rest on what was already done. Jesus Christ has already paid the price for us. Our account it has been paid in full. Now on the Amplified Bible, verse 4 says, Surely he hath borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God, as if with leprosy. Now let me bring out a few key words here in verse number four. Uh, that appears in the Amplified Bible and also the King James. Verse 4 starts with, or rather, thank you, Holy Spirit, we'll start with verse number 1, really. Verse 1 says, Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? All right. Took us a minute, but we're here now. Who has believed this report? Who has believed this prophecy? This was a, a prophecy uh, that the prophet Isaiah is, is sending forth. He has seen a vision of the coming Christ, of the coming Messiah. He has seen a vision of Jesus. And he's ushering or he's declaring the, this word to the people, to those that would hear. And he's saying, who will believe this report? Who will believe this message that God would send a man, a Messiah, to save his people from their sins. Who would believe these preceding verses? Who would believe? I would say to you today that there are even a lot of people in the church today and that not a lot of people actually believe this message. That not a lot of people actually believe this report. We have read it, we have seen it, we have heard it preached, we have heard it emphasized, and still not very many people actually believe this message or believe this report. Believe means to, uh, to fully extend oneself or to, to rest in, to rest in another, to recline. You, you're putting all your eggs in God's holy basket, so to speak. You're resting in him. You believe in him. And if you believe that the price has been paid in full, then you will receive all the corresponding blessings that are attached to it. 
Isaiah starts with, who will believe this report? Who will believe this message? Who will believe? I can even hear it sounding from heaven. Who will believe the finished work of Jesus Christ? Who will believe it? Who will believe this work that God has done in the man of a, in, in, in a man by the name of Jesus? Who will believe this report? And in verse 4 it says, as it begins to talk about what this man, what this Savior, what our Messiah has come to do, what the Christ has come to do. It says, surely, I love that word surely, meaning truly, meaning this is a fact. Surely this has happened. In fact, this has happened. This is something that you can trust, you, trust with your life, with all of your strength, with all of your heart. Surely this has taken place. Surely he has borne our griefs. Our griefs, now the Amplified Bible, it says griefs is sicknesses. It is weaknesses. It is distresses. Sicknesses, weaknesses, distresses, sickness, weakness, distress. Surely he has borne our sicknesses, our weaknesses, and our distresses. Surely he has borne our sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses. Surely he has borne our sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses. Surely he has done this. Surely he has done this. But the fact of the matter is that some of us are still carrying our sicknesses, our weaknesses, and our distresses today when Jesus Christ has already borne them to the cross. So if Jesus has already carried them, then why are you carrying them today? The Bible declares that he has borne our griefs, our sicknesses, our weaknesses, our, dis our distresses. The word born in the Hebrew is Nassau. And Nassau means to take or to take away. It means to carry off. It means to forgive. It also literally means to hold up or to remain firm under. On one hand, we see that Jesus has taken away our sicknesses. He has taken it away from us. He has taken away our griefs. He's carried it off. He has taken our weaknesses away. He's carried it off. He's taken our distress away. He has carried it off. In fact, we no longer have them. If you have received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life, you no longer have weaknesses. You no longer have sickness. You no longer have grief. You no longer have distress because Jesus, the Messiah, has carried it off. He has carried it off. Who shall believe the report of the Lord? He has carried it off. In fact, what are we experiencing today? You are experiencing the manifestation of a lie from the pits of hell. The devil has convinced you that you're still weak. He has convinced you that you're distressed. He has convinced you that you have grief. But in fact, if you check the records in the hall of heaven, you discover that Jesus has already carried it off. And when Jesus died upon the cross, he made this statement, it is finished. The work that I came to do is done. I have 
carried it off. I have held up under the pressure of it. I didn't give out uh, under the weight of the sin, under the weight of the iniquity of mankind. I held up under it. My knees did not buckle. My legs did not give way. I carried your iniquity. I carried it off. I carried your sickness away. I carried your weakness away. Your grief away. I carried it off. I carried it off for all eternity. I carried it off and away from you. Now we simply have to believe the report of the Lord. Who shall believe the report of the Lord? But yes, Pastor, I understand what the word says, but I know what I'm feeling. Who shall believe the report of the Lord? Who shall believe the Lord's report? The Lord said that he has carried it off. He has held up under the pressure of it and carried it off. Our sickness and our diseases, our weaknesses, our distresses were not heavy, were not too heavy that, that he couldn't stand up under it and carry it off to another place to take it from us. God looked at your entire lifetime from beginning to the end and he carried every one of your sorrows away, every one of your sicknesses rather away. He carried every one of your weaknesses away, every one of your distresses away from your beginning to your ending of life in this earth realm. He carried them all away in the name of the Lord. And the Bible declares here, he says, surely he hath borne our griefs sicknesses weaknesses and distresses and carried our say he carried mine he bore my i'm telling you you have to make this thing applicable to you your life has to be reconciled to god's word let every man be a liar and let god be true your life must be reconciled to the word of god i don't care what the doctors told you what people have told you i don't care what you've told yourself i'm going to believe jesus i'm going to believe the report of the lord and as for me and my house we shall serve the lord i will believe the report of his majesty i'll believe the word of god and if jesus said he did it then he did it then everything that i'm experiencing now is a manifestation of a lie that was formed in the pits of hell the bible says that he has carried our sorrows and pains of punishment the word carried there in the hebrew text is saval and saval means to bear. It means to bear a load. Literally, it means uh, to pick something or someone on your shoulders. To pick them up and put them on your shoulders. To carry means to pick someone or something in this case. Pick them up and put them on your shoulders. So as Jesus was walking to the cross... As he was heading to the cross, as, as all the sin of mankind was upon him, he carried our sorrows. He carried my sorrows. He carried your sorrows upon his heavy, upon his shoulders. He carried our sorrows and our pains. Amplified Bible says that the pains of punishment. Meaning that, and as we'll see in, in, in verses to come, that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ satisfied the judgment of God. The sacrifice of Jesus Christ, this human sacrifice, satisfied God's judgment. 
This indicates that when I sin, even being a member of the body of Christ, when you sin, being a member of the body of Christ, God is no longer punishing you for the sin that you commit. Because all sin was judged in the body of Jesus Christ. So do not fall prey to the, to the lies and tricks of the devil. You say, well, I did this and no wonder this and this is happening to me. God is punishing me for this and this that has happened. He is punishing me. This is why my baby died or, or this is why I lost my business or, or this is why I lost this and this is why I lost that. God is after me. No, Jesus Christ, upon the body of Jesus Christ, God satisfied his righteous judgment. And when Jesus went to the cross, Carrying our sins, carrying our iniquities, the judgment of God, the wrath of God was poured out upon his life and he paid the price for my sin and for your sin. And now when we sin, God is not punishing you. He's not condemning you to death. For the Bible declares there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. No baby, God is not condemning you but he's trying to help you because the son of man came not to condemn the world but that through the son of man the world might be saved Jesus came to save men's lives can somebody say hallelujah he carried our sorrows and our pains the pains of judgment yet we ignorantly considered him smitten rather stricken smitten and afflicted by God as if with leprosy when they saw him on the cross when they when the people saw Jesus hanging on the cross they thought that he was hanging there because of sins that he had committed no he wasn't hanging there because of sins that he had committed he was hanging there because of sins that we have committed and that's why God's judgment was poured out upon him when Jesus Christ was in the when, the, when, when he was in the garden of Gethsemane when he began to sweat like a great drops of blood he was crying out to the father at that moment God was laying upon him the sin of all humanity past present and future he was laying that upon him then all those that had received the Lord Jesus Christ forward from the cross would be saved because God's wrath was then upon Christ Jesus at that point, at that moment, the Lord Jesus said, I said, Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. He knew the sin of humanity was there. He knew that God, he knew that it was time for him to die. He knew that it was time for him to go through the, through the cru crucifixion process. He knew that at this moment in time that your sins and my sins would then be upon him. At that moment, the sins of mankind, but he did didn't buckle under the pressure of it he simply declared Lord let not my will father but let your will be done and at that moment the sin he became our sin offering at that moment he became our sin offering and then immediately the high priest sent the soldiers to get him because it could be only the priest can offer a, a an acceptable sacrifice unto the father so the high priest had to instigate it all in the name of the Lord to instigate it and bring the sacrifice the lamb of God to the place of crucifixion are you with me he paid the price Jesus paid the price the account is paid in full 
Verse number five, it said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. Transgressions means rebellion. He was wounded for our rebellion, our rebellious attitudes. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. That happened for us. It happened for us. The chastisement, listen, the chastisement, now we're still in the Amplified Bible, the chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. The chastisement or the punishment needed to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. When Jesus was being chastised or he, when he was being punished or judged, that was needful so that we could have peace, so that we could have well-being. So if you are a born-again believer and if you say, I don't have peace, I don't have well-being, then that would mean to me that you have not fully believed the report of the Lord because he was punished, he was chastised so that you would have it. God said, if, here again, if you look in the heavens records, if you look under your account, you would see that peace has been supplied, that peace has been paid for, your well-being has been paid for, the account is paid in full. All you need new now is draw on the peace, draw on the well-being that Jesus Christ has already paid for. If we're worried, if we're bellyaching, if we're whining, if we're stressed out, if we're full of anxiety, full of full of fear and concern, all you need do is reach back and pull on the peace and well-being that has already been paid for. I'm telling you, it has been paid in full. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, Son of the Living. God paid your account in full. He already purchased your peace. He already purchased your well-being. All you have to do is believe the report of the Lord. I'm telling you, all you have to do is believe the report of the Lord. Who shall believe our report? Who shall believe this message? Who shall believe the manifestation of the Son of God that comes to bring peace? Who shall believe it? Who shall believe? Oh my God. Who shall believe it? And with his stripes. With his stripes. With the stripes that wounded him. We are healed and made whole. With the stripes that wounded him. We are healed and made whole. Your healing has already been paid for in full. Jesus has already paid the price. He's already paid the price. Healing has already been purchased. Who's going to rest in that? Who's going to rest in that? He's already paid the price for it. Now all I've got to do is receive it. I thank you, Lord, for healing my body. Thank you, Lord, that I am healed. Thank you, Lord, I am healed. I thank you, Lord, for the peace that you're supplying me right now. I thank you, Lord, for the wellness that you're supplying me right now. I thank you, Lord, that you carried carried my griefs, that you bore, that you carried my griefs or, or my sorrows. I thank you, Lord God, that you took all of it away, that you borne my weaknesses. I thank you, Lord, that I can declare that I am strong now. I am strong now. I am strong now. I'm not 
defeated, but I'm well. I'm strong now. I'm strong now because of what Jesus Christ has accomplished in the earth on Calvary's cross. Because of the shedding of, of his blood, I am now made whole. Mm, I thank the Lord for starting this off. Who shall believe? Who hath believed this report? Who's, who hath believed this report? We've heard it several times, but do you believe it? Do you receive it? We've heard it, but do you believe it? Do you receive it? And why are you still carrying it around? Why are you still carrying a guilty conscience? Why are you still carrying shame? Why are you still carrying feelings of unworthiness when Jesus has already paid the price? He's already paid the price. The Son of God has laid his life down as a ransom for all, all those who would receive to make you worthy, to make you the righteousness of God. He has already done the work. In, in his death, we were justified. When, his, when he was raised from the dead, we were justified in the sight of God. Now God does not say law, but he says grace. Receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness that comes through the gospel of Jesus Christ today. Who shall believe this report of the Lord? Who's going to receive it? Who's going to believe it? Who is going to believe the report of the Lord? Verse number 10 goes on and it says, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. It was the father that gave his only begotten son. So that you and I could have a right to the tree of life. It was the Father. And how can we say that God is trying to punish us now? If you are a born again believer and you say that God is trying to punish you now for sin. My God, don't you know that that is an offense toward heaven? When it was the Father himself, God himself, that gave his son to die a horrible death to give you life. And then now we say because we've done this or that, God is trying to punish me? No, that's a lie from the pits of hell. God is not punishing you. He's extending life to you and liberty in the name of Jesus. No, it's not God. No, it's not God. It is the enemy. It is the, it's the enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Verse number 10. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. And the Lord made, the Father made Jesus Christ an offering for sin. For your sin and for my sin. That means all of your sin, past, present, and future, has already been offered there at Calvary's cross. That means that we've already obtained forgiveness of sins, past, present, and future. Because God looks at your life in a glance. He sees the beginning of your life and the ending of your life in one glance. And he declares over your entire life, forgiven. 
He declares over your entire life healed. He declares over your entire life delivered. He declares over your entire life saved. He declares over your entire life preserved. From your birth to your death, he declares preserved, saved, redeemed, washed. He declares over your life who shall believe this report of the Lord? Who shall believe the work that Jesus Christ has already accomplished in the earth realm? Who shall believe? And the Bible declares here in the book of 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, you can make a note of it if you want or, or flip to it, and I'll be reading this to you out of the New Living Translation. 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, verse 20 through 21. And it says in verse 20, So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ. When we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. It is an accomplished fact. And so we as ambassadors of the Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, compel men, come back to God. Come back to God because the Father has already made a way for them to receive life eternal. He's already made a way for them to receive life from him. The Father's not condemning. He's not condemning, but he's giving life and life eternal. This same verse, if we look in the Message Bible, says like this. Verse 21 out of the Message Bible of 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, says, How, you ask, in Christ. Listen, it says, God put the wrong on him who never did anything wrong. So we could put right, so we could be put right with God. God put our wrongs on Jesus, on someone that never did any wrong so that we could be right in him. Also in 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, we read about the new creation, how through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, not by the observance of law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, are we now made righteous with God, and we are made new creations, and how all things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Who will believe the report of the Lord? Who will believe the report? And finally, here in Romans, the fourth chapter. In Romans 4, one verse here, verse 25. This is on the Amplified Bible. It says, who was betrayed and put to death? Talking about the Lord Jesus. Who was betrayed and put to death because of our misdeeds and was raised to secure our justification, our acquittal, making our account balance and absolving us from all guilt before God. That's what Jesus Christ has accomplished for every single born again believer. And those that are born of God cannot continue in sin. Those that are truly born of God cannot continue in the things of the world. 
We will make mistakes and you will make mistakes, but you cannot continue in the things of a world. You cannot continue in it when you are born of God because the Bible says his seed, God's seed, his spirit remains in you and you cannot continue in it. That is the signature mark of the Father on the inside of you. His spirit on the inside of you compelling you, compelling you into new life with Christ Jesus. Today God has already paid in full. He's already paid for you in full. He's already paid. He's already made a way for us to be saved and justified. He's already carried away or he's already born or, or carried off our, our griefs and our, and our sicknesses and, and our weaknesses and our distresses. He's already taken them off. He's already taken them off. He's already carried our sorrows on his shoulders to the cross. He's already done it. He's already in the body of Jesus Christ. God judged our sin. He bore the punishment for us. He took our place. So saints of God, don't allow the enemy to tell you. Don't allow that lie. This is happening to me because I did that, because I did this, that, and the other. God is punishing me. No, it's not the Father doing this to you. No, it's not the Father doing this to you. The Father is extending grace. He's extending mercy. But there is another adversary that is on your side, that, that is against you rather, that is coming against you, trying to pull you out of the hand of God. That is the one, the enemy is the one that is bringing this death and destruction upon your life. But all you have to do is get in right standing with with the Lord confess your sins before him he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness the blood of Jesus is there to cleanse away to cleanse the sin away God is there to make you whole again only confess your iniquity only confess your sin before the Lord and you'll see you'll be fully restored in God's presence and Satan will have no hold on you he'll have no hold on you he'll have no right to you but if you are harboring things that belong to him if there is something in you that belongs to Satan then he's gonna come and try to get it and he's gonna bring torment in your life but it is not the father that stands against you to judge you neither to condemn you but he's here to give you life all he says is turn to me turn to me turn to me turn from your wicked ways and seek my face turn from your wicked ways and seek my face the father says turn to him turn to him turn from your ways turn from pride turn from arrogance turn from disobedience and seek his face then God will hear from heaven he will forgive you of your sins and he will heal your land I pray you receive the word of God today we're done in Jesus name thank you for joining us once again for Kingdom Rock Radio remember if you would like to hear more about our ministry just log on to kingdomrock.org that's kingdomrock.org. 